This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. There was a survey in 2014, and they asked millennials to define socialism. And every definition was about kindness and being together and stuff like that. That's socialism because in schools, they don't teach the realities of every country that has ever tried socialism. And they just push this narrative of socialism equals love, capitalism equals greed. And it's frustrating because that's so easy to deconstruct. I actually want to do another segment coming up here. I want to do this. I want to do a segment quickly here, but I, I can do this in 10 seconds. Kids think that think capitalism is fueled by greed, but so is socialism. We're all humans in each, either system. The problem with socialism is there's no check on greed. In capitalism, the only way to satiate your greed and make money is to serve other people. That's why the farmer raises his cattle, not so that you can have a piece of meat for dinner. That's why the butcher cuts up the meat, not because he loves you, but because he needs to serve you so that you give him money so that he can feed his family. <laughs> right? Everyone's selfish in all these systems, but capitalism is the only system that that directs directs the greed into serving others. Now, where capitalism goes awry is when businesses bribe politicians for special favors, but that's not capitalism, that's cronyism, which is much closer to socialism than capitalism. Socialism is not love. Socialism is greed, envy, resentment, and false compassion. That's what kids need to know. And I say it's an easy argument because millennials live it every day. They get it. Deep down, they get it. They know it. Where'd they buy their computer from? I love it when people complain about capitalism on their computer. Where'd that computer come from? A government bureaucracy? Did you go down to the DMV to pick out your computer that you're going to buy? Could you imagine what that computer would look like today if there was no Apple, if there was no Microsoft, if the government was in charge of making personal computers? It would look like it does like it did in 1980. Kids know this. They get it deep down. What would they rather do? Uh, take a bus or, or call an Uber? Young people know that if the government were in charge of Uber, it'd be a disaster. They know that if the government ran Amazon, they would destroy it. <laughs> right? But kids have no problem with the government running the entire healthcare system. That, that's, that's the thing that makes no sense. If you, if you tell a millennial, hey, uh, we're going to have the government now run Uber. We're going to have the DMV. Uh, Uber now has to go through the DMV. So you got to call the DMV if you want to call an Uber now. Um, instead of using it. They'd be like, what? No, no, I don't want the government in, in Uber. But you say, hey, we're going to have the government now be in charge of all health care, all health insurance. You have to go through the government. And they're like, oh, that's good. That's good. That, I love that because it's about love and, and kindness to other people. Huh? No. Because people are going to say, oh, health care is way more important than Amazon or Facebook or Uber. Yeah, it is. All the more reason to have the government have nothing to do with it. 
Kids think socialism is about being nice. Please change that narrative. Also, they think socialism is happy. They think socialism is about being happy. I want to debunk a myth here real quick. We're going to make a video about this next week. I keep hearing more and more people say we need to be more like Denmark, which is so weird to me. (laughs) It's like, why? Why do we want to be more like Denmark? I don't want to be more like Denmark. When did this, when did Denmark become the greatest country in the world? Now, one reason we're supposed to be more like Denmark is because everyone's so happy there. They're always at the top of the happy index. Have you, do you remember this? Every year for the last couple of years, some group comes out with the ranking of the happiest countries. And Denmark's always at the top, and the Scandinavian countries are always at the top of the list. So they think, okay, um, if they're happy, that must be because they're sort of a socialist country with their big safety nets and all that stuff. And remind me to get to that at the end of the segment too. But a couple of things about the happy index specifically. First of all, it is impossible to assign a number to happiness. Friend, on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you right now? I don't know. I'm like a six, I guess. And what are they asking you at a given moment? Because I'm happier in the morning than I am at night or in the after. I mean, how do you, so when do they ask you? I like, that's absurd. And there's no, oh, so then, and then you compare someone's number from Denmark with America. And we're supposed to think that's like an accurate scientific measurement. That's, that's so stupid. Also, there's no single definition of happiness. And actually the study, they don't even ask about happiness. They ask about contentness which is much more of a metric about ambition than anything else. Literally the study, they don't, it doesn't talk about happy. The only re- where happiness comes in is the headlines. The study is about contentness. We'll say, hold on. What's the difference between contentness and, and happiness? Okay. Here's the deal. This is why this is important. Denmark and the Scandinavian countries, but particularly Denmark and America, we have different cultures. Denmark has the culture of being the underdog, of having low expectations, and then being pleasantly surprised when things turn out well. In America, our culture is to have super high expectations for everything. I'm going to be president. I'm going to be in the NBA, whatever. And then when things are still amazing, but not as great as we thought, then we get depressed. Does that make sense? So Denmark's like, uh, they're like droopy dog Eeyore. Like, oh, you know, things are pretty awful. Things are going to be terrible. And then when things are okay, it's, oh, great. Things are great. Now in America, we have expectations of things being the best ever possible. And then when things are better than anyone else on the planet, including people in Denmark, we're depressed and sad because like, oh, things are so terrible, even though they're way better than anywhere else. So if you ask someone in Denmark, who's, are you content they're going to say yes because they had low expectations. You ask someone in America if they're content, they're going to say no because they had super high expectations. But contentness and prosperity are different. Who's more prosperous? It has nothing to do with happiness. Clearly, Americans are more prosperous. We've told this before. If Denmark or any of the Scandinavian countries, any of the European countries were U.S. states, they'd be the poorest states in America. 
I don't have the numbers in front of me, but some of the states uh, or some of the countries would be a little higher up. Uh, but I think even Germany would be the, I don't have, I wish I had in front of me. I'm sorry, but so don't quote me on it. But I know for a fact, the Scandinavian countries are poorer than Mississippi uh, on per capita GDP adjusting for purchasing power parity, which is like cost of living. So every state in America is richer, wealthier, more prosperous than almost every state in Europe, certainly Denmark. So contentness and prosperity are very, very, very different. But they want to make you seem that because people in Denmark are more content, they change the word to happy. They want you to think that because they're happier, that means they must be more prosperous, which means we have to have uh, free health care. <laughs> see, see how that works? But they're not more prosperous. We are. We just need to be happier. We just need to be more grateful. One last thing. Um, the Scandinavian countries in Europe used to be the poorest countries in, the, in Europe by far. About 100 years ago, they embraced capitalism. It's only been recently where they started um, with their welfare programs, which are starting to show their own signs of failure. But this is a new experiment in the Scandinavian world, the giant welfare net, social safety net or whatever you want to call them. But they've always been poor. And the only reason they're prosperous now is because they embraced capitalism about 100 years ago. People in Denmark aren't really happier than us. It's just different cultures. And if you want to look at one measurement, I don't know if you think this one's accurate or fair or whatever, but um, suicide's a big problem in America. Per capita, every single Scandinavian country has a higher suicide rate than America. Finland has the fifth highest. Denmark has the 11th highest. America's 18th. So next time someone says, we need to be more like Denmark, they're so happy there. They're not. Certainly not happier than we should be. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800 800- 215 